Hi, this is Andy Crawshaw from the Game Plan Podcast, where we'll be discussing functional fitness, health, well-being, and becoming your best version. If you're looking to perform at your best in the gym, on the competition floor, or in just everyday life, listen in with Carter Douglas, the creator of the Game Plan, and myself. Hey guys, this is Carter Douglas. We'll be discussing topics and strategies that you can put to practice right away to build long-term habits for life. Welcome to episode one, guys. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning in to the pilot episode here. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the AFFF, Masters HQ, and Aussie Throwdown Super Online Qualifier. We'll be talking about the, the last two weeks of workouts, so workout three and workout four. Hopefully, be able to provide you guys a little bit of insight, information, and maybe even some strategy to help you guys with these workouts. And we'll just be discussing our thoughts on them. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and hope you enjoy. Yeah, let's get started. So just a bit of context, guys. I know this is episode one. Um, I've been the one filming the um, the tests for the uh, super online qualifier here with Kyle Douglas, who is the one actually doing the movements. Yeah, I've been having a great time doing these movements, and <laughs> Andy's just been making me do pretty much the whole workout multiple times over every time we film. But he does it. Uh, he's a good sport about it. So um, I don't ask questions. He doesn't complain. It's all good. I'm only hearing about, hearing about this now. Um, anyway, we wanted to uh, make this podcast to really discuss the movements for um, the second set of uh, test releases. That's test three and four. And just really talk about what we can do as athletes about performing at our best for each one. So, and even if it's just before we start, maybe just give us a bit of a background behind yourself and uh, the game plan as well. So, a oh, bit of a background here. Uh, myself, I've been in the sport of CrossFit for what, nine or so years. I've been competing or training competitively for many years before that. The focus of the game plan and really why it got created was I want to be able to help people. I want to help people become the best version of themselves. Nice. I just threw you a bit of a curveball there, so I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, but... I thought we were talking about the workouts today. So. Well, we will. So let's, let's, let's get straight into it. Test three and that one is the can you uh, lay it out for me so if you guys know much about the international functional fitness federation every competition that they do they have six tests in no not necessarily any specific order test one also there is an aerobic capacity test which you guys have already done with the row burpee there is a as power test which has generally been the last one there is a gymnastic skill a gymnastics endurance a strength test, and a mixed modal test. Mm. This week, we've had the pleasure of doing the gymnastic skill and the mixed modal. So the gymnastic skill, the gymnastic skill in general has always been a, a different skill, something slightly out of the ordinary, or maybe it's something you've done before, but it is slightly more challenging than the normal kipping pull-up, kipping toes to bar than what you do in the gym every single day. Awesome, awesome. And so in this case, the uh, new movement is, well, the new kind of surprise movement is the, um, what would you call it? I personally call it a candlestick to squat, which I think is what has been what has actually been named in the videos as well. So what's your initial opinion on the gymnastic skill test? So I personally think it's like a really good test. I love the movements. One, for me personally, absolutely love them. Two, I think it is an interesting movement to add in. 
There are so many different factors to that candlestick to, to squat. I would love to have known what Bobby D slash wall strength conditioning was thinking about when he designed this workout because it is a very interesting movement to be added in. I think it's great and it's going to be a good test. It'll be interesting to see where everyone's at with it. So talk to me about this movement. Why do you think it's a good one? Or if you think it's a bad one, what, what's your perspective on it? I do like this skill-based. Okay, so I do like, sorry, I do like the candlestick to squat as a skill test because it is challenging. A normal air squat, there's nothing too challenging about this one. But the candlestick to a squat, generally it's actually taught, and I personally use it as a drill to help people with pistols. Okay, so it is a progression towards pistols down the track. You can use that role for a little bit of momentum. Now, this candlestick to a squat requires a lot more hip and ankle mobility than just a regular old squat because generally when you're rolling into that squat, you are deep. You're not just in a shallow, just below parallel squat. You're right the way down there. Plus, it takes a little bit of coordination. So it's not just up and down one plane of motion. You actually have to add a roll in there as well as complete the squat. So it just adds that little bit of variety to the workout. I guess in the context of the other movements as well. So there is uh, 60 double unders and there's also the handstand push-ups. Um, how do you think those other two would kind of, I guess, challenge you uh, from the perspective of that candlestick squat? So I'm just going to elaborate on what the workout is for those of you who don't know yet. It is three sets, three minutes of work, so three-minute AMRAP, 60 double unders, 20 handstand push-ups, 10 candlestick to squat. After that three minutes is up, you get one minute rest. Repeat that for three total sets. So when you're working in this workout, it is fast. Three minutes is a very short, very fast amount of time. Mm. The candlestick to squat, that is actually quite a long movement. A one repetition is not very quick. When you couple that alongside some handstand push-up, alongside some double-unders, you have to, if you want a solid score on this one, you're going to have to move fast here. One in transitions, but two in actually pushing the tempo of the movements. Handstand push-ups and the double-unders, they're going to get that heart rate up, especially if you're comfortable with the handstand push-ups. So actually having to roll, having to get down on your back and up onto your feet again. Picture a burpee, but now you're going onto your back instead of going onto your stomach. So they do get the heart rate up. When it comes to, I guess, trying to do your best in this, what do you think your focus should be on? Because this is a long movement. How do you think uh, you should prepare for it? Well, so preparing for this one, there are three movements in here and each of the three could easily be your limiter. The double unders, the handstand push-ups and the candlestick, they're all fairly high skill. I would hope the double unders aren't too challenging for you, but the handstand push-ups do require an adequate amount of strength. Candlestick, it is a new movement. Most people probably haven't actually practiced this one. So mm -hmm. have a look at the movements. See which one is actually a limiter for you. One of them may be standout. Like, for example, today might be the day that you actually get your first handstand push-up. Candlestick to squat. Some of you who really struggle with your hip and ankle mobility aren't going to have the best time with this one. So warming up for this one, know your limiter and spend the most amount of time on that one. But if we're talking about the candlestick, because that is mostly what we're talking about in this episode, really focus on getting into a deep squat. Wake up the hips, wake up the ankles, get yourselves ready to get into that real deep squat. Awesome. Yeah, any other tips you'd uh, give or any notes that you have on this workout that you think uh, would be valuable to uh, an athlete attempting this one? So like, well, really the main thing here is three minutes goes quick. That's a lot of handstand push-ups to make your way through there. The arms are going to definitely be very well and truly warm by the end of this. Well, mine were definitely after actually doing this one. 
make sure you are warm, make sure you are ready to get the heart rate up. It is deceiving in that way. That's okay. my biggest tip. And I would love to see some people go above two rounds in this. Two rounds every three minutes. All right. That should be, good. That should be a good goal for most, hey? Good challenge, more so. Very good challenge. Awesome. You say you've just done this workout already. Uh, yeah. You'll be doing the team's um, qualifiers, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. If you guys didn't know, last year, uh, Kata and the, it was just was it the game plan team or what we call it? Uh, team Australia. It was, yeah, really, it was Team Australia. So, we got to represent, we got to go over to Sweden for last year's International Functional Fitness Federation to represent Australia. So, that's pretty awesome. All yeah. Right. Um, should we uh, also talk about Test 4 as well, right? Yeah, I reckon let's talk about test four while we're here because I quite like this one. Now, on paper, a lot of barbell. I don't necessarily like as much, but it is a good test. It is fast. A good chipper is always fun. Yeah. I mean, everyone loves a good chipper. So yeah. um, starting off with, I believe it was a 50 kilogram bar for the RX. For the males. For the males. For the ladies, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of reps, especially to start off with. Um, how do you think you should approach this? Well, I've watched a fair few people do this one and it has been great to watch because 50 hang power cleans, a lot of people can easily get carried away. I've seen some people hanging on for 20 to 30 plus. I'll tell you what, they don't generally do as well on the snatches afterwards. It has been great to watch. Honestly, I approach this one with a 12, 10, 10, 10, 8 on the hang power cleans Mm. followed by just quick 10s on the wall balls, small sets, small rest that you can easily get carried away on the early rounds, which, like I said, great for people watching you, not as good for your end result. This one, ring muscle-ups are a complex movement at the end, so you sort of need to know, are ring muscle-ups in your wheelhouse? Are you good at them? If so, you need to be able to get there and give yourself enough time. So you may want to push the rest of the workout without completely blowing up. If ring muscle-ups are not in your capabilities, then your workout is finish the lunges, get get past those lunges for that tie break time in the 10 minutes. Of course, yeah. I guess it depends also on the um, on your abilities here, but the lunges are probably like the most rest you'll get. Being a... I don't know. No, I don't know. What would you say? <laughs> well, you think they're going to be a lot of rest. Being a front rack lunge, it is pretty tough to try and breathe. The weight is light. I personally like that movement the best besides the ring muscle arts because you could move a little bit slower there and it doesn't get the heart rate quite as up quite as high. But if your front rack position isn't great, you're going to have a bad time trying to breathe there. Where have you seen athletes kind of stop? I mean, where is the, the breaking point for most? The snatches on this workout are the biggest time consumer by what I've generally seen. So one, the biggest time consumer and where people generally break down. The right. snatch, hang power clean for most people who can move that comfortably. The snatch may actually be a fairly solid load for them. It is 50 kilograms off the wall. Especially for 30 reps. I mean, think about it. It is, it is the benchmark Isabel, just 10 kilos lighter. And this time now you've done 50 hang power cleans and 40 wall balls beforehand. That's right. What was the time cap again? 10 minutes. Yeah, so that's not much time at all. If you can string um, together the 10 muscle-ups pretty quickly, the rate of people finishing this workout, do you think it's going to be pretty high or low? I think if we look at the whole leaderboard, you're going to see more people who don't finish this one. You'll see some people who get in a couple of ring muscle-ups out but you're not going to see a ton of people finishing this one. I, I reckon the best time will probably be just sub eight. It's, it's going to be coming down to the tie break, really, isn't it? For majority, yeah. That's true. But, you know, all the same, it, is, it looks like a great workout and um, a great test, especially for those that love um, kind of like a, a good multimodal chipper. It, it's, it looks pretty fun on paper, of course, but uh, give it a shot. Let us know what you think. 
Yeah, my biggest tip for this one is definitely have a breakup plan. And no, I don't mean with your partner. I mean <laughs> on the hang power cleans on those wall balls. So have that breakup plan. Find something that works for you and you'll do a lot better in this one. Awesome. Yeah, I think is any other tips that we can probably give out uh, for this workout? Not really a ton for this one. Get your thumb yeah. tape ready. Get ready to move fast. 10 minutes, well, 10 minutes for the uh, mixed modal and then 11 minutes total for the gymnastics skill test. They're both fairly fast tests, so get ready to move quick. True. Yeah, and also let us know what you think about the tests so far. It's uh, four have been released, and we're looking at five and six coming out in the next, next week or Thursday. so. Next Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Uh, a little fun fact: we actually already filmed them, and uh, we know they're going to be fun. So uh, they're going to be a little bit something different that you guys may not have seen before. Yeah, um, I don't want to give away any tips just yet or hints, but uh, yeah, stay tuned for those coming out pretty soon. Yeah, any, any closing remarks you have for these two tests just before we sign off? Nothing really for these two tests. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how everyone goes in the next two because the next two were very fun demoing them. And thanks again for making me do tons of reps of everything. You're welcome. And that's right. There are tons of reps. Now, if you guys do want to hear us talk about anything on this podcast, whether that comes down to these tests or any topic whatsoever, feel free to shoot us a message or flick us a comment below and we're happy to have a chat about it. But anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. This is Carter and Andy signing off. Catch you guys in the next episode. See ya. See ya.